Listen, I know you think I'm on some paranoid shit right now, but I am not fucking around with downtown Detroit at this moment. I'm taking a hiatus, bitch. Yeah, I do kind of think you're on some paranoid. Shit. I'm not doing it. I just don't. And you know what it is? Sometimes when you are somewhere and the vibes feel weird and off, you get that feeling. And then I don't know if you just go looking for certain shit or certain shit just come to you. Even after all that, and then like certain situations that happen with people that you know are involved, it just kind of gets you thinking like, nah, this ain't where I need to be right now. And that's just how I feel about downtown. Like I'm just staying away from that shit. Like they've just mm-hmm. been down there a while after me, just personally. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just say, I feel like not normally, no, not more than they normally have. Um, you know, they took a break for these few years when since they was trying to build up downtown and whiten it up, it wasn't that bad. But I I'm just used to them tearing shit up downtown. And to a certain extent, yeah. You know, but from what I remember and you know, I you know, frequented downtown, like downtown was the spot to literally be at. And I worked downtown for three and a half years. So downtown and being downtown was an everyday ritual for me and like my homegirls and co-workers and shit. And we'd be down there literally every day after work, every day. Mm-hmm. And just even in that particular time, it wasn't nowhere near as wild and rowdy as it seems to be now. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be, it may be your occasional fight or whatever like that here and there, but just niggas busting AKs, ARs, fights, getting into it with the police, slamming the police, niggas getting beat up bitches getting beat up by they niggas like it just wasn't as frequent as it seems to be and i can attest i can account some of that to the pandemic and you know niggas getting to be outside it's warm it get crazy in the summertime in most you know what i'm saying urban cities when it get hot anyway but i don't know like i don't know i just that, that, that shit just ain't for me right now i'm taking a quick hiatus you know it ain't gonna be too long but mm-mm, not doing it y'all niggas out there wilding Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel unsafe, but maybe I don't know if the tide has changed in the last few days, but you know, I got to check it out. <laughs> Downtown is my bar seven for you. Like, it's just, you got to keep trying that shit until you can't try it no more. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. It's just, I don't know. Like, one of those things that I be paranoid about is that wrong place at the wrong type type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how some people live and act a certain way where they know, like, shit. I know I be in some shit, so I know something happened. It's more than likely either my fault or I'm going to be directly involved, you know? Some mm-hmm. people just know that they carry bullshit and drama around them, and they mm-hmm. get off on that. Mm-hmm. I ain't one of them type of motherfuckers. I be chilling. I be trying to have a good time. I ain't really into no extra shit, but when I go places, I notice it be a lot of bullshit involved, so... I'm just kind of cooling it real quick just to see if it kind of died out a little bit. And then, you know, you might catch me out in the next few weeks, depending upon if the circumstances change. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of straight on that shit right now. You know, they got to really be east. <laughs> oh, for real. Stop. For real, at this point, shit. On Cooper Street. Or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's been weird. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I burped. So <laughs> um, 
Diamond. Welcome back, y'all, <laughs> to Delicate Diamonds Podcast. <laughs> Episode, Episode 69. 69. Ooh, 69. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's Autumn. And Queen P. Um, hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> we know that we took a little bit of a hiatus, mm-hmm. but, you know, we took a little high holiday, Memorial Day, bye week type of thing on um, but we back for the jump off yes we are who's in the club case some jumps off mm. um all we want to do is put okay i'm sorry uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so a lot of good things going on this week mm-hmm. um so this week um i personally had another event that i attended and went to or was hey, in yeah and it was real successful it was super successful um shout out to splurge what is it i think it's splurge out um it's the is the people that um actually put on the actual event and um yeah it was just really splurge out pop-ups of shop yeah so yeah shout out to them and it was just you know a really cool cool vibe good people there good energy mm-hmm. um familiar faces and you know everything was cooked everything was good yes 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 had my family in there heavy collection um yes my cousin she used to just sell glasses she was featured on one of our black businesses before but now she has just um took off and started doing like she's evolved into this um I don't even know what to do say because she does like it all, you know. Mm-hmm. She does everything that you could possibly think of that you want. Shirts, yeah, t-shirts, mugs, glasses, clothes, um, floor mats, um, Father's Day gift sets, keychains, air fresheners, everything that you can think of customizable. Yes, honey, yes. And I was in the building as well. I, of course, love to see especially women and of course just shout out to all the black business owners period men women whoever but seeing black business owners and their women is just so empowering and it's just so dope to see you as well as miss ashley owner of heavy collection did y'all thing y'all came out showed up showed the fuck off had hella support was out there talking popping y'all shit networking and just really getting off the product y'all flourished Everything was dope, lovely, beautiful setting, just beautiful everything. I loved it. It was just such a good, just wholesome family feeling event. Like, it just felt yeah, like, nigga, we did. was at the cousin's cookout. Like, yeah, cousin, cousin, cousin. It was mm-hmm. that sort of event. I love that sort of warm, warm welcoming feeling. I, right. I I really get off on it. Like, I love that. And it was really that. Me too. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Now, I attended the event with you, and it was so freaking awesome. As you always do. Oh, yes, of course. I was determined to be there. Shout out to my uh, old boyfriend, too, that was on my ass about the chicken sandwich. Listen, uh-huh. <laughs> I know that, I don't know if y'all here listening, but you know what? You funny, and <laughs> I appreciate you giving me that laugh. Okay, y'all, look, I'm in the corner. I'm hungry as hell, right? I'm just 
sitting there and I had purchased a chicken sandwich from one of the ladies there and he just would not let me forget it, okay? He not let me eat my chicken sandwich in peace, okay? Mm-hmm. You over there tearing that chicken sandwich up. You in there. Yeah. You in that chicken sandwich, okay? I know it ain't no more of that chicken sandwich left. You in that chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sir, I still got some of my chicken sandwich left. He like, well, I don't know why you playing with it. You might as well go ahead and eat it. <laughs> sir, you in my business, but it's okay because you funny. <laughs> Yeah, he made me laugh. Yeah, he was hilarious. He, was he told funny. so, uh-huh, give me a high five. I know you you smashed that chicken sandwich. I'm like, boy, fuck you. <laughs> but the chicken sandwich was good. Yes, and that was one of the um other black business owners there as well um that provided that nourishment for me because I had not eaten. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much um mm-hmm. for me to get a couple of bites of my chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um yeah. adorned in special sauce, lettuce, tomatoes, onions. And yes, it was very good with a seasoned bun yes very mm-hmm. seasoned buttered bun mm-hmm. honey okay and that was a brioche bun bitch that wasn't no regular basic bitch bun that wasn't no dollar store bun that was a classy bun yeah, she done. had to order that off like some sort of whole food distributor or something like mm-hmm. that and just made it herself and put her own little ingredients and butter and shit on there okay mm-hmm. that was a special bun it was uh... brioche bitch thick thick it wasn't getting all soggy and shit if it sit for five minutes that was a thick bun no, it did not Okay, right. spicy chicken sandwich. Okay, Popeyes, you gotta run for your money, bitch. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but while uh, while you're in the clapping mood, <laughs> I just since I got a little time and already have this information for it, um, I'm gonna be doing another pop up event. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you were interested at all in A Lux candles and you know, some smelling some things, seeing some things, seeing how they work, or just, um, you know, meeting me. I'm going to be um, at another pop-up event on Juneteenth, and it's going to be um, at 8200 Finkel on Juneteenth. That's a Saturday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Come out and support some black vendors and um Ayla's Candles and um, Building Bosses Boutique. Hey. Blah. Mm-hmm. Pow. But yes, definitely. And I will be attending that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, But yes, other than attending the event with you, I had a pretty good week as well. Um, It was, of course, um, Memorial Day last week. Um, just kind of was a chill day for me, you know, just kind of, you know, kicked it with my mom. And then um, the day after I was uh, kicking it with my homegirl and, you know, we had um, some barbecue, whatever leftover barbecue, had movie night and things like that. And her uh, dad, shouts out to Papa Mac, hey, <laughs> uh, came through with some food, sliders, shishka bonds, chicken ribs, uh, the whole kitten caboodle, mm. honey, stacked up, couple plates there, couple plates to go. Mm. Okay. How nice of him. Yes, it was. <laughs> Shouts out to the sliders with no cheese. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just pretty much that was the gist of my Memorial Day. You know, like I said, it was basic. It was chill. Just a lot of people weren't really, you know, just cooking, cooking as hard as they normally would. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of get to a point where holidays aren't as celebrating and they're not as I'ma go all out as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm noticing that. I don't know if it's due to the pandemic or just because everybody kind of like, ah, fuck it, you know. Mm-hmm. But Whatever the case may be, you know, I still had a good, decent, chill time. And, you know, my Memorial Day was pretty good. And I hope you all were as well. Um, I did a, a stress seminar. Just basically kind of 
helping to deal with stress. They just kind of talk to you and give you tips and pointers on maintaining your stress, uh, doing things to not think about stress so much, and just sort of living a life that's not fully focused on either failures, things that have to get done immediately, or just things that are beyond your control. Mm. And, you know, these are things that I hear often, but I have to sometimes get a refresher in them and I have to hear them repeatedly for them to stick and digest in my mind. So it was a really good dope seminar. Um, I really enjoyed it. And one of the main things that I took away from it was if you think negative and then something negative happens, you suffer twice Mm. as opposed to keeping a positive mindset. And then something negative happens, you only suffer once. Mm. And I really like that mindset and that mentality. I am going to try to apply that to life because whatever is supposed to happen is really already written. So all you can do is really pray for the best, you know, and just hope that it'll manifest that way. So it was a good seminar, very dope. And I was very honored and happy to be a part of it. And, um, you know, with that, I just kind of was taking my little, you know, I had these little spiritual awakenings and things. And I just decided to kind of clear my mental, clear some old text messages, old contacts, old toxic shit that was, you know, in my phone, as well as just put a couple of toxic niggas on the block list. Mm. I mean, you know, mm. and that's just what it was. Mm. And it felt good, you know, mm. and I'm just kind of having an outlook on life now to where I'm giving myself sort of a fresh start, a fresh palette to move forward with, I guess, you know, dating and courting and things like that. And I kind of do this often, but I feel like every time I do it, it's another lesson learned and it's something else that I can apply to it to make it more and more beneficial. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just kind of did that and had that little spiritual awakening and, you know, I was paranoid over the weekend because Thought I had fake COVID. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I woke up. Throat was killing me. Back was hurting. Uh, was, you know, feeling like I was breathing funny. You know, coughing a little bit. Sweating. I'm like, oh, shit, this is the big one. This is the big one. You know what I'm saying? I'm just paranoid as hell. And, you know, two things about P. P gonna go see what's wrong. And P ain't turning down no drugs. Okay? <laughs> Give me whatever the fuck y'all got to make me feel better. Okay? So, of course, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, damn, I think this COVID, this is, this is fucked up, whatever. I ended up leaving work early, you know, going to get a COVID test. I did the rapid as well as the lab test. Rapid came back negative. The lab test even came back negative. Mm-hmm. So, of course, me being me, the um, hyperactive, overthinking bitch that I am decides to go and get checked out at urgent care. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Let's go. I, I got to go. Mm-hmm. T- take me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know what's wrong. So... They were saying that it could be pharyngitis as well as having um what's the um one where your tonsils and tonsillitis? Uh-uh. Um close. Uh the um what, what is it? I don't know. Where your where your shit is fucked up. Um strep throat. Oh. Yeah. So I got another lab test done. Um, like with that or whatever, like they swabbed your mouth and everything. He said everything looked normal and regular as far as like my body and throat. Um, he just said that I was just having like issues as far as breathing because it may be bronch. I mean, not bronchitis. It may be um, fuck. I just said strep throat. 
or flaringitis, mm-hmm. not laryngitis, not to be confused with laryngitis, but basically, bitch, I had COVID's cousin. So making it up. I had to go and figure out what was wrong. I am feeling much better now. I was drugged up and fucked up. I took every pill or drug, drip, whatever they was willing to give me that wasn't covered by my insurance. And let it be that. And I felt better, you know, after I left there. I felt better the next day, and I do feel better now. It is not COVID. I was COVID-19 free and negative on both tests, so that was a good thing. But I don't know. I had... COVID's little sister or something. I don't know what was going on. Another sister. Yeah, something, <laughs> something was going on with me. And I just, I had to figure out what it was. And, you know, they was telling me, like, we can give you this drip and give you a shot. Mm. We can give you this pill, that pill, a muscle relaxer, you know, this drug, fentanyl, Xanax. Mm. Give me it all. Mm. <laughs> like, whatever you all got. Uh-uh. I take it all. Because, uh-uh. like I said, one thing Pete not doing is turning down no drugs. Give me the drugs. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can, whatever you need to do to make me feel better, make it happen, Kippen. That's that. So, feeling better now. Shout out to the doctors. Shout out. I am doing a follow up appointment with my family doctor because I need somebody familiar with this body to take a look. But other than that, you know. Shout out to you. Yeah, you Shout know. Just had that, that, that little quick. Trial and tribulation, but I'm feeling back to normal. Glad you are. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know. COVID's cousin is not going to take me Girl, down shut, yet. Okay. Shut up. I was just waiting on the talk about like, oh, you ain't been vaccinated? Well, <laughs> sit down. Let me take you some vaccine facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. oh, here we go. The same fucking conversation I've been having for a year and a half, you know? But. It wasn't that, you know, he was pretty cool. He just, you know, kind of gave me some information. So, and, you know, just monitoring symptoms and things like that. <clears throat> Very good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, before we move forward with our, um, with today's show, let's give a, um, you know, just let's send prayers up for Lil Dirk. Yes. Um, unfortunately, he lost his brother. Yes. Um, his older brother, OTFD thing, was actually shot and killed outside of a Chicago nightclub the other day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when the news broke, I just immediately thought, like, damn, you know, somebody else in Lil Durk's life and passed on. Mm-hmm. He is a person that has experienced a lot of death that just that we know of, you know? Right. And I just really want to send prayers up to Lil Dirk and, you know, their whole entire family in this particular time. I know it's hard. I know that this shit is probably getting to a point like, damn, you know, what's next? What's next? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's very unfortunate that it had to end for them like that. And I just really, really hope that, you know, Dirk is, can find some peace and mm-hmm. get through this and, you know, get some sort of strength and just kind of keep fighting and moving forward and just Pray that, you know, just they stop the violence, stop the gun violence, you know? Just that he doesn't have to go through this so often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, definitely prayers up to Lil Dirt. Definitely. And uh, rest in peace, the OTFD thing. It's just very unfortunate. It's like tragic, for real. Yeah, it is. 
don't know if they have anybody in custody yet or anything like that, but, you know, still kind of uh, unfolding and they still like, you know, are uh, providing details slowly, but for surely, but it was in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a shout out side of a Chicago nightclub, but yeah, again, prayers up to little Dirk and just, oh, stop the violence, please, please. Yeah. Do something else. Pick a hobby, you know, something. Keep your brain working. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm really bothered about something this week. Okay, what's that now? Oh. Okay, before we, before we get to why we bothered let's talk about why we not bothered we got we got a unbothered type of thing going on okay start with love let's go <laughs> um so i guess this there's this thing where um i don't know social media the internet i don't know how you want to describe them are coming down on yo Gotti and the baby because in their uh music video full of full of whores <laughs> They did not have pre- proper representation of black dark skin whores. They only had <laughs> light skin whores. So they were just outraged about the presentation and the fact that there were no whores of dark skin descent. <laughs> Let me tell you something about <clears throat> niggas in videos. They're going to put bad bitches in the videos. And the thing of it is, you will see racially ambiguous women, light-skinned women, Asian bitches, Brazilian bitches, white bitches. You'll see all that in the video, but you'll never see no hoes in there that's just not attractive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's more of what the thing is. They want attractive women in the videos, and to them, if that's their preference, it may be women of you know that sort of, you know, that racially ambiguous look, you know, mm-hmm. that just may be what it is. And I don't really like the narrative of, oh, y'all got these hoes in here shaking their ass or whatever, but it ain't no chocolate girls, it ain't no brown skin girls or whatever like that. But it's not really that type of thing. It's not no upstanding video. They're not in there reading poetry or mm-hmm. uplifting people spiritually or anything like that. These hoes are literally twerking, shaking their asses, popping pussy, showing titties, dancing on by the pool, by the water, and whatever. A lot of these hoes ain't even really getting paid to even do this shit. So, like, why do it matter if there's not a heavy representation of black and brown girls in this particular instance? Like, I get it. Y'all want to be represented on TV, but then at the same token, these would be the same motherfuckers in the comments talking about some, here y'all go, degrading women. Oh, that's all we good for is ass, it's titties, it's, it's booty shaking or whatever. Like, hmm. it, it, you can't win for losing out this right. bitch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's just really what it's starting to feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole age-old conversation of colorism and representation in the media is really getting old and fucking tired. Because, you know, I'm that of a darker, you know what I'm saying, you know, brown skin. I'm in that category or whatever. And I personally don't give a fuck that it ain't no brown skin representation in this particular video. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I just really don't. If that's what y'all want in y'all videos, then have that, honey. Have it. Right. Please have it. Because shit, my thing is, look, if y'all want it to be set to where it's like, all right, these are the type of bitches that be shaking their ass in videos, and that's just what it's going to be, and shit, you, y'all can keep us up out of that. Right. If you want that, that to be the representation, oh, these type of hoes that be pussy popping and ass shaking in the videos, it be these type mm-hmm. of bitches. 
cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And yeah. I'm not the type of person that's going to punish you for preference. Mm-hmm. I've just never been like that. And I get like, oh, okay, it's a whole movement going on or whatever. And, you know, we're trying to empower black women who fuss the air. Yeah, we got it. But I want to be empowered for more positive shit. I don't want to be empowered and have protests and boycotts and controversy and shit talking in regards to not being properly represented in this sort of shit. Just me personally. I don't really, I just didn't really, I didn't look at the video and be like, hmm, no brown skin sisters. But that was right, a consensus yeah. throughout the whole thing. Mm, yeah, well, they said it was one in the beginning. And it was one strategically placed at the beginning. Okay, the token brown skin girl. Literally, because mm-hmm. she was in there for like two seconds, two, two, four seconds, because she was in there for two times for two seconds each. But yeah, it's just nothing that you want to be represented in. Yeah, anyway. that's fine. Like, if that's what y'all want, that's what y'all want. Like, right. it's entertainment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, these nine bitches represented, you know, in the medical field and, you know what I'm saying, nurses or, you know what I'm saying, just some prestige, prestigious type shit. It's just, it was in here shaking the ass. Like, it really could have been any bitch. And if that's what their preference is, if that's what they want in their videos, they're well within their right to have that. I just don't understand. Because I just feel like it would be another argument if it was all dark skin, brown skin, black women in the video shaking their ass. It would have been a thing like, oh, oh, why ain't no white skin bitches in there shaking their ass and degrading themselves? Right. Only black bitches is good for popping pussy and showing right. titties. That's all we good for? Huh? Huh? You know what I'm saying? It's just right. you cannot win for losing out this bitch and mm-hmm. it's always some fake outrage like damn let me wake up and figure out what we want to be fake outraged about today mm-hmm. well, what we want to be fake outraged about today because this ain't really no shit that y'all care about this is just some shit to talk about this is just the conversation piece this is just something to keep the whole social media concept going of talking shit responding to each other shading each other and just having an issue i'm sure there's has been like this. This ain't the first video. It's not gonna be the last. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't really understand. Like us being represented, uh, represented, <laughs> represented. <laughs> in yeah, I'm drunk. But <laughs> us being represented in you know movies, in in commercials, in uplifting magazine articles, and you know readings, and online for positive things like. Y'all stand up and put your fist in the air and protest signs up for things like that. This little ass shaking ass video and, you know what I'm saying, a video for your Gotti and the baby called Drop. <laughs> Come on now. Song wasn't all that to me. I mean, I don't know. I'm just sick of all the fake outrage. And no representation of the black sisters in there. No black queens. Yeah. No black queens in there shaking their titties and ass. Like, what? <laughs> right. It's like, I don't think them two really... Okay. They're like an equal opportunity, my sister, bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not even knocking the females that are in the videos or the females that do want to take that particular step in their journey to becoming whatever they want to become. Not knocking that ever, baby. Hustle. Get your, you know, hustle on whatever. You want exposure. I know all y'all ain't getting paid, you know, but mm-hmm. whatever you want to do that you, you know, think. It's going to help, you know, as far as your career, your advancement, or your networking, or whatever. Do you? Nothing against to the to the females that are in a video or that could have potentially been in the video. 
baby. I am not judging as far as none of that shit is concerned, but I, I think that when we decide to put our fist in the air and protest, sometimes it'll be a little off base and we need to be kind of protesting and focusing on a little bit more important shit than no black or brown representation in the drop video by the baby and, right. and yoga. Yoga. Just my personal opinion. These things are true. Yeah, so y'all check that out if y'all like and go look at it. It is a lot of chicks in that video for just only one of be dark skin, but that's okay. Let them have that, you know? Or, you know, if some people want me to say, let us have that. I don't know. But, Man, yeah. And it may be something that you just even noticed. Like, oh, okay. It'd be one of the things that like, I noticed, but I'm not about to get on there and get the typing and thumb warrior in it and she like, these motherfuckers don't have no black or brown females in the video. No representation of us. Like, yeah, like this not that for me. I like to see whose original thought that was. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> um, so talking about representation, we'll talk about it in a different way. Mm-hmm. With our girl, um, Monique. And I would just really love to preface this by saying I'm so sad. That I did not stand with Monique, Monique last year and the year before when she was talking all the Netflix shit. You know what I'm saying? Thought she was a little bit weird, magooish for the, the um, you know, the things that she, you know what I'm saying? Wanted in regards yeah. to Netflix, yeah. But um, you know, but hearing her now and seeing like, no, is she not really an opportunist? She's not very being very opportunistic she really does believe the things that she's saying you know what i'm saying take the opportunity out of it if it was i don't even know if it was one but she would still fight for it the same you know yeah so um yeah i'm sad i didn't ride with her through that netflix uh shit but she on her shit again this year you know what i'm saying um So I guess she just the spirit just moved her, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> to talk about these young ladies that wear their bonnets and slippers is what they call them slippers and pajamas <laughs> slippers outside the house. And um you know just kind of like how that look and how that makes us look and you know it not being a um it not being okay, you know what I'm saying? It's making you look bad or making us look bad and, you know, so on and so forth. How do you feel about that? Listen, Monique, she sometimes will come off as the complainer, you know? But I do always understand where she's coming from. Like, even with the whole Netflix situation... I didn't particularly 100% ride with that because I was putting the whole black thing aside, the whole woman thing aside, Mm -hmm. and just looking at her as far as who she is, as far as trajectory, her relevancy, who she is, how many shows and things like that she's done, and the type of crowd that she'll attract. Mm -hmm. So with those sort of things, you got to kind of negotiate and, you know, wiggle your way in and have somebody that's with you that be able to talk to people in those rooms and get you put on, you know? Mm -hmm. You can't really be silent for years at a time and then expect for them to pay buku cash for you for a Netflix special as they would a Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. or Amy Schumer or whoever else was popping at that particular time when mm-hmm. you know she had that situation, you know. And not saying that a lot of it ain't racial, it definitely is, but you know, in the same token, if you know your worth and are able to present your worth in a certain way, mm-hmm. you'll be able to get off. Right. Because I think that if Tiffany Haddish would have went in there and presented that same deal, they'd have gave her that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. she has a particular following. She has a particular relevancy right now. She was active. She was in movies. She was online. She was doing things that made people want to see her, relate to her. Right. All this social media shit, this networking, being relevant, it all kind of play a part into what they're willing to give you as far as specials tv shows radio shows podcasts you know what i'm saying advertisements and things like that they want your name to ring bells and that's just period that's anybody you know race does play a part but once you able to pull your leverage and say bitch i got this following i got this going on bitch i'm you know Right. Then we can go and talk about the race thing. Like, oh, well, you gave this bitch just a stone, whatever. Me and her got the same following. Me and her got the same X, Y, and Z. Right, right. Yeah. So then you go and play that. But I digress. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this particular situation, sis, definitely was 100% right with 100%. what she said. My personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to be the type of bitch that's going to look down on anybody that decide to wear, you know, what they want to wear out of the house. But I am a firm believer, and I've said this before on the podcast, your presentation and the way that you carry yourself and the way that you present yourself to a, the world is a direct reflection of you. Mm-hmm. If you come out the house looking like you don't give a fuck, we're going to think you don't give a fuck. Right. And my thing is that people like to make the excuse, you know, when she was referring to the um, bonnets and pajamas and house shoes being worn, she was referring to seeing them in the airport. So, you know, flights come in any given time. She probably seeing them as three, four, five in the morning. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give a flying fuck what time it is. You're going out into the world. And the fact that it's 5.30 in the morning, that only give you the excuse to where bitch don't be yelling in my ear. It's 5.30 in the morning. That don't mean right. come out looking like a piece of shit because it's 5.30 in the mm-hmm. morning. Right. And the fact that it has just been okay and it is okay for certain people just really sort of bothers me, you know? Because, you know, granted, everybody grown as hell. Everybody can do whatever the fuck they want to do. But niggas is also grown as hell and can tell you what the fuck it look like, too. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And if you are suggested to, I mean, subjected to certain ridicule, is just kind of based off you just looking like you're not giving a fuck. I mean, I don't understand what looking like you just didn't wash your ass this morning. Mm. Is going to do for you because I've never really heard of anyone taking a full bath or shower and putting on pajamas. <laughs> like if you're not really took the full bath and shower and you naked anyway, you could just put on clothes. Right. And I said you got to come to the airport or you know go out for errands, simple shit or anything. Bad bitch, like you about to you know go to the club or dinner or anything like that. But as much effort as it take to throw on pajamas, house shoes, and a bonnet. You could throw on a t-shirt, leggings or jogging pants, and some gym shoes or slides. Right. You know? Yeah. So that is a little bit weird to me. So I do 100% agree with her in that regard, you know? What about you? How did you feel about the whole bonnets and pajamas situation? Um, I agree with her the same. Um, that bonnet thing just looks very 
inside the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. It don't. It doesn't. You know. It's, I don't feel like it's no way that it can look appropriate for outside. You know. Yeah. But um, you know, they was trying to get on her about you know, basically, it ain't none of your business, mind your business, or whatever. And basically, I feel like people is too is people is too worried about what ain't their business. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's probably what got us. You know what I'm saying? In the predicament that we are now. Because it ain't nobody's business, you know. And if it's nobody's business, then it ain't nobody's business. So I don't. Are they really coming down her on her? And I understand where she coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I really, lo- I love y'all for real. <laughs> I'm just trying to correct y'all. You know what I'm saying? And give Listen, my love. Okay. <laughs> hey, my sweet babies. It's auntie. <laughs> She's just really trying to kick some um, real ass advice and knowledge, you know, and people don't want to hear that, you know. But yeah. it's the truth. Like, yeah. you should look presentable. And that's annoying as fuck, too, when people are not susceptible or willing to embrace or accept game. Everybody feel like they know what they're doing, they know every fucking thing. They don't ever want to take any advice or game. From an OG or from anybody that's older and wiser, they have been through shit that they haven't been through yet. Everybody always think that it's somebody trying to either shade them or tell them that they don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. or tell them how to live their life or parent them or, you know, I got a mom, I got a daddy type mm-hmm. shit. But like, it don't even really be that. It really just be, this is something that I'm telling you that can help you in life, that can make you look a certain way as far as being, you know, presentable as far as, you know, dealing with certain issues and shit like that, right. that you Facing may have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I don't know if niggas is aware. I mean, they gotta be aware. Cause nigga, if it's time to go to the club or go to the bar or whatever, y'all hoes are spending two, three hours getting ready. You right. same bonnet wearing, pajama wearing, slide, um, house shoe wearing bitches. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Y'all spending that I'm out of time to get ready and get bad bitch for the club. So you mean tell me you can't take an extra five minutes to put on leggings as opposed to pajamas, sweatpants mm-hmm. as opposed to pajamas, a t-shirt as opposed to a pajama type top top. Right. Fucking pajama top say I'd rather be sleeping type shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like nigga, that's the, the, the pajamas, bitch. Mm-hmm. Stop playing with me. You know? House shoes and shit. Then you take the fucking house shoes and shit, wear them outside on the dirty ass ground, dirty yeah. ass floors, and then bring them back into your house yeah. and wear them as house shoes in the house. Mm-hmm. Fuck be going on. <laughs> what be going on? Like for real. And you are grown as hell. And nobody want to be your parent. Nobody want to be your mom, your dad. Just want to kick some quick game to you to just kind of let you know what you look like out here. Because despite what all y'all try to do and say and be different, y'all give a fuck about how y'all look out here. Y'all give a fuck about what people think about you to a certain extent. Yes, the fuck you do. You wouldn't want a motherfucker out here thinking you're a pedophile, a thief, a crackhead. A bitch with a disease or anything like that. Y'all care about what the fuck people think about y'all from these comments to these likes to these posting shit for, you know, attention online. Y'all care about what people think to a certain extent. Right. Y'all care what somebody out here in this world think about y'all. So please, let's just stop with the games. Mm-hmm. And I don't like when y'all take shit and get what y'all want out of it. Y'all try to kill the messenger without even paying attention to the message. You know, 
Y'all just looking at Monique, just in everybody's business. There, niggas is grown. Niggas is grown. The Bernstein Bears were bonnets. Nigga, the slaves were bonnets. And your mama had a bonnet on. The fuck? You know what I'm mm-hmm. Nigga, shut the fuck up. We're not even talking about that. we talking about this. Mm-hmm. And your grown ass coming up out of the house with pajamas and the bonnet on is not what's up. So, what you trying to say? You want niggas to think you ain't wash your ass? You want niggas to think you ain't brush your teeth? You want niggas to think that you're not hygienic? Cause that's just what it looked like. Mm. I'm sorry, it just don't seem correct or mm. logical that you got up, washed your ass, and then threw pajamas on. It, it just don't seem logical to me. Mm. It don't. <laughs> and like I said, it don't matter what time of the day it is. It's three, four o'clock in the morning. What the fuck does that even mean, nigga? You still getting up and going out into the world. You still getting up and being out in public. You're gonna be in the same public that's there at five a.m. That's there at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little less, but you're still out in public. You're still around people. So I don't get, you're still going to be seen by somebody. So I don't get what the issue is. And I don't get why they wanted to combat her on that as opposed to like, damn, I see where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Even if you decide to still go forward and wear your pajamas and your bonnet out or whatever, okay, cool, but still try to see where somebody coming from. Like, you right, don't, yeah. they don't never want to see both sides and just see where somebody's coming from, even if you don't 100% agree with it, you know? And that's just what I really don't be liking. But uh, I don't know. That just ain't never even been a conversation for me. I've never walked out the house with pajamas and bonded on, mm-hmm. so maybe I'm biased to the situation because that's just not what the fuck I do. And I've always thought that looked like some dirtbag shit, personally. So maybe I'm just, again, just bias in that regard because I just don't do that sort of shit but I don't know. My niggas is grown and can do whatever y'all want to do but just know what it look like. That's all. That's it and that's all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do we shout her out? Shout out to Monique? Shout out to Monique. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Shout yeah. out to Monique for being the person to go ahead and speak up on some things that you make it backlash on and you believe in it just because you believe in it yeah because the thing is that just because you can backlash on it doesn't mean that it didn't need to be said mm-hmm. you know a lot of people say a lot of things that a lot of people may not agree with but it needs to be said the conversation needs to be started because maybe next time that bitch that want to roll out of the bed mm-hmm. and walk out of the house with pajamas on might think twice like here let me actually put some hygiene into my day Cause my thing is that you ain't rolling out to the club looking like that. You ain't rolling out to dinner looking like that. You know? Mm-hmm. I used to feel the way about the moms and the grandmas that would come and pick the kids up in house coats and shower caps and bonnets and curlers and shit like that. I always thought that shit was weird. Cause it don't take shit to slap a hat on. Like if your hand done or whatever, I ain't slap a hat on. What's the issue? Slap a hat on. Slap a hat on. A hat. A cap. Oh, yeah. A beanie. Yeah. A winter hat. Right. Anything. Summer yeah. hat. Winter you hat. Do, visor. You could do anything, yeah. If you're bald head, put that shit in a little top knot. What's up? I don't understand it. It just, it do. It look weird. It look unkept. It look mm-hmm. just dirtbaggish. And this is not even just two black people. Any white folks or any other, you know, races, creeds, cultures that do that same shit. Y'all look just as equally as dirty and unkept. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Not sorry. Mm. And again, just my personal opinion, because I don't do like I don't do that type of shit. I don't roll like that. I'm I'm, I'm not doing it. 
So. Well, that really is. Oh, yeah. So. What we get into today, because presentation and just black representation is just something that I can go into all day. And that's another thing, too. Like, for, you know, like the black people, especially like the black women, I feel like we have to, I don't say have to, but it's in our best interest to kind of always come out stepping you mm. know because we have certain you know stereotypes that are linked with us like we, like being ghetto mm. unkept loud rowdy rambunctious you know what i'm saying mm. and i feel like if and and this will be even comments online i've actually seen it and actually it was a situation at an airport if we get into an altercation at the airport and it's fighting and shit like that, and you got, you know, this group of black people fighting and this group of black people fighting and they get into it or whatever like that, and all them bitches is dressed in bonnets and pajamas and, you know, two small clothes and just shit hanging all out, looking sloppy. A part of that conversation when the fights and shit be going on, as far as it being ghetto and just, you know, looking crazy in the airport be, but look at how them hoes is dressed. Right. That'd be a big part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Pay attention to the comments and the reactions and shit yeah. like that. Like, look at that. Them hoes look like they was coming for a fight or to start trouble. Or them hoes look like they ain't got shit to lose. Yeah, they compliments. Yeah. So if you there looking crazy in a bonnet and pajamas and shit, yeah, you look like you came dressed for a fight, <laughs> bitch. Mm. You, ain't, you don't give a fuck about nothing you got on. Mm. And you look like you don't give a fuck about you. You have nothing to lose. Dress and present yourself and look like you have something to lose. That's just be my thing, especially with us. And it's unfair, but we have to, you know, kind of present ourselves and try a little harder than other cultures because we already got targets on our backs. We already got a preconceived notion of who we are and how we act and how we come off and how we're going to react to certain situations. So all of that pajama wearing shit and bonnet mm-hmm. shit or whatever is not doing anything but adding to the narrative, in my opinion, you know? All that shit correlated, go hand in hand. Your presentation, how you carry yourself, how you react to situations, the shit that you get into, places that you, it all correlate, it all go hand in hand, in my opinion. So. Yeah, it does. Everything is connected like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so why are we talking about presentation and, well, yeah, presentation, representation, um, a few of the temptations. <laughs> um want to talk about um in a relationship um somebody that you represent um how do you process or start the process of growing with that person you know that's a little different from just being in a relationship where you know anybody can just call somebody their significant other you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and not do anything extra or not you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so <clears throat> how how do you spark growth with someone that you are actually relationing with hmm. that's a really deep question um and just being single right now at this particular moment, um, 
just based off like previous interactions and encounters and relationships, I feel that sparking growth starts with simple conversations, getting to know each other, getting to know what each other's dreams and ambitions are, getting to know what makes each other's tick, getting to know what is a thing that can, you know, spark ambitious vibes and ambitious acts and get a kind of pep in a step, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be suggestions, whether it be support, whether it be mm-hmm. paying attention to small details, remembering shit, those sort of things for me would definitely help me grow and help me get to know you as well and just present that sort of truth and honesty that's going to advance us to the next level, you know? Right. So if I notice that you have a business or I notice that you are into this certain hobby, me pouring into that hobby, me paying attention to that hobby, getting you something related to that hobby, giving you suggestions, even posts or things that I see online. Like I saw this and thought about you, what you think about this? Or I noticed that you like clothes or you're into clothes or your business has something to do with clothes. I saw this online and thought about you, you know what I'm saying? As far as like collaborations or, you know, ideas or inspiration, that sort of thing. So I think that actually fully getting to know a person and really getting to know them deep is a main starting point for me because I like to pay attention. I like to observe and I like to just check out what exactly you got going on as far as whatever and just kind of expounding on that. I think that's a very, very good start to growth for me. You know, other than the, oh, what do you like to do? What do you like to eat? Where's your favorite spot to hang out? You know, where do you like to eat? What's your favorite restaurant? You know, that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as you and the essence of you, what do you like? What makes you you, you know? Right. Yeah, definitely. What about you? Um, that's definitely the one of the stepping stones for our, what I was going to say. Growth is, uh, I mean, yeah, how do you grow with somebody? You have to get to know that person because um, you just got to get to know them. You know what I'm saying? You can't grow up with somebody that you know nothing about. Yeah. You know? When I think of growth, first of all, you got to be locked in in some other type of way than just boyfriend and girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because boyfriend and girlfriend, you can piss me off tomorrow and I could be like, you know what, I'm straight on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to grow with you, then I'm making kind of like a commitment. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, I'm going to, this is my man and I'm stick beside him, you know? You gotta, <laughs> Look at the screen. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, you got to try to, You. it's like you got to have that going where it's like, um, I'm going to fight this out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can grow with somebody. You got to get in your mind like when the first sign of trouble comes, I'm not going to just go away, you know? Yeah. So I think that along with um, getting to know somebody and and that goes along with that because when you um, when it when you have to you know commit to somebody like that you have to know who they are you know what I mean right because you got to know what this sign means what that sign means and you know blah 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 blah, blah. so those two kind of go hand in hand but. Um, a, a way that I was looking at it too is somebody that you just know is going to be in your corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could start there, which ties back to the other shit I was talking about. If I know that you're going to be there and 
that's you know what i'm saying what it is we have made that decision then we can't do shit but you know what i'm saying expand and make the shit better and you know what i'm saying evolve that's what i want to say besides evolve, evolve you know mm-hmm. that's how you grow with somebody like a i think like a flower you know mm-hmm. plant the seed and nurture it and water it and give it food and give it sunlight and give it all this shit and treat it real nice you know yeah and you let it grow yeah yeah definitely and i believe that uh it also kind of ties to picking up on each other's habits i kind of experienced that and just just kind of somebody that i was kind of dating and talking to and you know whatever we kind of picked up on each other's like habits and things that we mm-hmm. both did you know yeah. so he kind of had this thing where he didn't really give a fuck about like how his car look or whatever and like as far as like on the inside and whatever like that it was just kind of like oh well i got Whatever, whatever going on. I got, you know, I got kids. I got good credit. Like, you know, saying so he had a little shit going on or whatever like that. But you know, when he would like be with me or whatever like that, he'd be like, I don't really be around females that ha- don't have shit in their car. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is weird to me. Like uh. you must have just got this car or whatever like that. I was like, yeah, no, I definitely been had this car, but I just don't live out of my car and I don't have kids, so I just don't be having shit in here. This right. is personal, you know, personally. Uh-huh. He was like, okay, but after that, when I would ride with him, his car was clean as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> car was clean as shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And just even like small things, like just picking up on like little traits and like, yeah, you know, even right, exactly. Like, you know, shit, music, like television, certain reading things or whatever. And, you know, just like little shit. Like, you know, we would discuss like reading, reading certain books or whatever. And, you know, they would ask me about this book, that book, or whatever, what we was reading, what we doing, this, that, whatever. And when um, I was discussing one of the books that we were reading in the second book club that I'm in or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of discussed like, oh, okay, you know, I was thinking about reading that book or whatever. I heard about it or whatever, blah, 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 whatever. So he actually ordered the book and was like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to go read it too or whatever like that. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's what's up. Love a reader. Yeah. And then even just on his end, he's very like, particular about having certain shit around as far as like having good energy good aura and things like that that kind of rubbed off on me you know like mm-hmm. setting a mood or a setting or having peace like okay i like this going on when this is happening like say for example like maybe i like candles burning or something mm-hmm. like that or i like this ambiance or I can't work unless this is going on. You know, mm-hmm. that rubbed off on me because it created a routine for me. Like, all right, I'm going to have this, 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 and whatever out in case I need this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And it'll just be right here in my beck and call in my convenience as opposed to me. Sometimes I'll have a, a thing where I'm like, fuck it, I grab one, I need it type thing, you know? Right. Yeah, but yeah. I put it right there with me and that kind of helped me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from, him, from learning that and picking that up from him and just along with a lot of other things too just picking up each other's positive habits i think helps you grow as well yeah and this is things that i, mm-hmm. I still carried along with me because things that i learned even if it's from a person that i don't have the best feeling towards now or you know they may have done other things that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth or i didn't like or whatever like that anything positive that i may have picked up from them i keep that with me Mm-hmm. And that's, right. that's pretty mm-hmm. much anybody that I come in contact with, period. Mm-hmm. Especially somebody that I'm dealing with as far as, you know. On that level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
definitely that picking up on each other's habits is definitely a part of growth because you're growing and you're taking that positive shit and adding that to your life, which is helping you be better. Mm-hmm. Adding it to your bank of positive yeah, shit. Yeah, you're adding those positive traits and habits. Mm-hmm. And it's in the long run helping you because this may be something that you otherwise may have not even thought of or thought of later on down the line, you know? Right. So I definitely think that's a part of growth in relationship as well, for sure. Picking up on each other's positive habits. Yeah. And I don't say too, knowing when when to and when not to fuck with somebody or when to or when when somebody does or does not want to be bothered or when they do want to be bothered, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You got to pick up on those type of cues, you know, like, right. um, okay, you in this type of mood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That goes back to, you know, you just got to know that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to know when to, when to pry, when to be like, all right, you know what? I'm not fucking with this motherfucker right now. Or you got to be like, all right, you know, I'm going to come back in a few hours because I know it'd be like that mm-hmm. during this time. So I'm going to just let this shit breathe for a second as opposed to fuck this shit all together because I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Yeah. When you know how this person, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think another thing with growth within a relationship is them forcing you to accept criticism. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's for the most part always constructive. I mean, I feel like it's always constructive because if this person really cares about you and loves Mm -hmm. you, it is going to be just, you know, constructive as opposed to destructive, right. despite how they may say it or how it might come off, you know? Right. If you're in a particular mood, it may come off a little harsher than what it's intended, mm-hmm. but it's still important to kind of take the message out of the, out of the messenger. You know, kind of like what we were just talking about with Monique. You know, you may not like what the fuck she had to say, but she says something and you should try to pay attention to what the fuck she's saying, you know? And that's another thing too. That's a part of growth with that as well. And taking that criticism and being like, damn, you just called me the fuck out, and I wasn't expecting that. Nobody ever called me out like that before, and I never saw that coming, or nobody ever gave it to me that raw before. Mm. I don't know if I liked it, but <laughs> I don't like that. But when you say it, trust me and believe me, I'm thinking about it. Right. And I still yeah. carry it to this mm-hmm. day. You know, like I've, I've actually had that happen to me several times. Like I heard a nigga flat out tell me, like, Bitch, you talk shit and pop shit and do all of this extra shit as a defense mechanism because you're really insecure. Mm. And you really have an issue with feeling like what this, 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 and this person did is going to be the same thing that the next, next, next person is going to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And essentially just said that and they were 100% spot on with that. You know? I have a deep issue with that as far as being insecure with being able to feel secure with anybody other than myself you know as far as i'm not gonna let me down i'm i can trust me i can know that i'm not gonna hurt me but i'm not able to give up that power and give it to somebody else right. to trust that they not you know yeah, yeah i understand that yeah like you do all of that and this this done whatever and this you know you try to do that to you know saying to kind of you know do that as a defense mechanism and mm-hmm. you know all the shit that you say and do and whatever you pop shit or whatever, but that's all that is. And they were not hundred percent wrong in that regard. Mm-hmm. So it was not really anything that I could say to dispute it, but you know, just boy, fuck you. <laughs> but you know, in our joking and banter, 
I let it be known. Like, I understand what you're saying. And right. you may be partially right with that. But now that you've told me that, what I can do is take that and try to work on it. But it's not anything that's going to be fixed overnight because you said it. You know, the first step got to be, all right, you told me. I recognize it. Admittance. Now I can start to try to work on not having that be the thing or not letting that be as much of a thing as it is. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a part of growth, accepting that yeah. criticism and knowing that it's coming Ooh, out of love. Hard though. It's very hard, honey. Mm-hmm. Especially you don't it ain't like you wanna take it the wrong way. Your brain just convince yourself like this motherfucker trying to play you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that'll always be your first reaction. But once yeah. you kind of calm down and that first initial irritants or being pissed off kind of kind of dies down the logical comes in, you know, and it starts to kind of take over. So that was another thing that I feel like is involved with growth in a relationship. What about you? Um, growth in a relationship. I think I just said, just, you know what I'm saying? Total dependency, you know what I'm saying? I know if I fall, you're gonna pick me up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know if you know if I if you fall that I'm gonna pick you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna take advantage of that. And I can trust that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So trust, dependency. Not that I have to depend on you, but I just if I need to. Yeah. You know, I can um, trust. Just like um, kind of like our friendship. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to trust me. I got to be able to trust you. You know what I'm saying? You know if if you call me, then. I'm there. I know if I call you, then you're going to be there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's what the basis of a good relationship is, you know? Mm-hmm. And if something don't grow, it usually don't just stay where it is. You just kind of just die off, you know? Yeah. So our relationship has grown, you know? Yeah. Um, but you have to, you know, do those things. You need trust, you know? You need responsibility or accountability or put those together i don't know response yeah. accountability re- re- <laughs> right accountability accountability responsibility but um yeah you just you need those components to be able to make some shit blossom you know definitely yeah. a good foundation for sure yeah you need a good foundation yeah and this is probably going to sound super toxic, but mm, lightweight trauma. Going trauma? through it together. Mm. Lightweight trauma. So mm. certain situations where something may happen and that might be the first person that you call or either y'all together and y'all go through something together mm. that may be traumatic. I feel like there's a certain aspect in certain certainly kind of put you in a space like damn this is something that we went through together right you know what i mean mm-hmm. and this is something that was traumatic for both of us and it wasn't a laughing moment at that particular time and it was fucked up at that particular time but we were able to get past it we leaned on each other to get past it we got through it together and we were able to come out on the other side successful unscathed unhurt and able to tell the tale afterwards. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I do believe that, and 
I don't know if I want to use the word trauma. That was just the first word that came to mind. But just basically mm-hmm. going through things together yeah. as a collective. Going through tribulation, trials. Yeah. You know? I do feel like that's a huge, large part of growth. And I feel like that takes you on a different level. And I, mm-hmm. I found out in regular relationships that that sort of thing happens. You know what I'm saying? When you go through that trauma, y'all might cry together or bond together, go through shit together, get in trouble together, whatever. It take you from one level to the next level because that's some shit that y'all will never forget that y'all went through together and y'all both experienced right, yeah. together. Y'all got through it. Yeah. It's like conditioning. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. So what do you do if you are in a situation um, or relationship and you're not growing anymore? So... You as a person or the relationship period or both or the relationship period. You don't feel like it's growing anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, I would definitely have to do some looking inside, looking into the relationship and some shadow work. One, to make sure that I'm not the problem. Two, to confirm that this is still something that me and the significant other wants to do still. And three, just to figure out why the growth has plateaued. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, is it lackluster feelings on my end, on their end? Is it, you know, not a want or need to do anything more to not put any effort in? Did we reach our plateau to where like we've grown as much as we could together? Now it's time to expand and grow with other people. You know, I would have to take a deep, deep look inside to figure out what it is as to why our growth together has plateaued, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So once yeah. I figured that out, then we'd have to figure out at that point, well, what we want to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> what we want to do and what we're going to do. Because the growth is something that should not stop. Whether it be, you know, mentally, financially, spiritually, um, you know, in the relationship, growth and getting better is something that's kind of like a lifelong journey. You know, and I've said this before and I've, you know, believe this and I firmly believe this, that growth and getting better and just working on yourself. And then if you are in a relationship, working with your significant other and helping them grow and vice versa, right. it's just something that's just going to always happen. It may happen in different areas. It may happen financially at one point, spiritually at one point, mentally at one point, physically at one point. You know what I mean? It, it may all it may all happen at one time. It may happen separate, either or. There should just always be some sort of growth there. It should always be some sort of feeling like y'all are expanding and moving forward, right? Yeah. In some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. So I would have to definitely reevaluate to see why the plateau what we doing and what's our next steps going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you do when the growth stops? Um, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> no, but, you know, if you can, I don't know, it's all subjective, I guess. If you can salvage it, you salvage it. If, you know, you can bring this to this other said party in a 
mature manner and be like, look, I noticed that, you know, we're kind of stagnant now and, you know, I don't want to be stagnant with you. I really love you. I really want to move to the next level and stuff, but we both got to make some changes and sacrifices and put this forward, put this best foot forward or face forward, whatever that we say. And, you know, stick this out and do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But um, if no, if that's not going to, if I'm not able to do that and have that type of conversation with you and it's just something like, don't you tripping or not, I don't believe what you're saying or something crazy like that, uh-huh. you know, where we can't even have a conversation, then what else can you do? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If it's, if it's at a stalemate and it's like you are an unmovable object and I am an unmovable object, what do you do from there? Right. Get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. You know? And not like that, not so hastily, but you know, you know the signs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just be like, it just ain't gonna be no more road after this. I can tell. You know, this is the mm. end. This is the end of it. You know what I'm saying? The bridge is collapsed. It's not coming back down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to go another way. Yeah. You have to go another way. Sometimes it is like that. Yeah. And if you, I, and I'm saying, look into the actual relationship and the person. If you've put in a lot of time with them, you don't just want to be like, all right, fuck it. You know, throwing in the towel, putting up the white flag. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. But. You know, looking into beside yourself to see, you know, what you could do different, what they can do different, and y'all coming together as a collective, I feel like would help, you know, and would help if there's something to be salvaged there. If not, then okay, yeah, fuck you. Two middle fingers up. Mm. But if there is something to be done there, if there's something and both parties are willing to put equal effort in to figure out what it is, you know, we need to do as far as the growing and the moving forward and things like that. Like that's what I'm saying, mm. but no, if not, and the person, the significant other, isn't willing to put in that work, do that shadow work, do things to improve themselves, do things to move forward, get better, get you know more things that may be needed to support this relationship and themselves, because really, everybody main focus numero uno is them, you know. So if you're not willing to do shit to better yourself for you. And you definitely ain't about to do shit for the betterment of yourself, for me, and for us, and for this relationship, you know? Right. So, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that you would want to kind of look into and revisit if you put that time in, you know? Mm-hmm. If it's just somebody that's just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. And just like, oh, well, I've learned what I've learned from this situation or relationship or mm-hmm. situationship, then, all right, it's time to move forward, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you was one of them niggas that was there for a reason and a season. Your season's up. Mm-hmm. It's playoffs. You know mm. what I'm saying? You're done. <laughs> You're done, son. So, it just it's subjective. It all just depends, you know. And I yeah, want to, like, I just I, I want to be so not a knee jerk, you know. And I do notice that things that I have invested more time in, I'm not as knee jerk mm-hmm. with. So I would like to think that I wouldn't just get to a point to where it'd be like, hmm. Look at you, nigga. Mm. You ain't shit, and you ain't gonna never be shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I would like to think that it's not that, and it is something that I would 
you know, work on. And hopefully that person would be willing to work on as well mm-hmm. as far as growth and being stagnant and just always staying at one point. We're here and we're just here and we stand here and we stuck here and we fuck here and we're done here. And we yeah. 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 You know, here and stuck here. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuck in the stuck. So. Definitely. If both parties are willing to put in that work and sacrifice and put the real work in to figure out what the issue is, then yeah, definitely all for it. Yeah. And sometimes it may take some shit to happen. You know, like a lot of people with this pandemic situation, it helped them realize their relationship and what they would be missing out on. And a lot of people would kind of fuck their relationships up mm-hmm. and realize, hey, you Too ain't much. the one. You know, yeah. so it's a lot. You a lot, I'm a lot, we a lot together. Bitch, mm-hmm. fuck you. It's over. And it's subjective. It just depends. You got to be equal effort on both ends, though, for it to work, in my opinion. You know? This is true. This is true. Very true. Shit, and I just think that ambition is a part of growth, you know? Ambition? Yeah. Ambition and just a willingness to just do and be present. Be present in the moment. Be present in yourself. Be present in your career, what you want to do, be present in keeping shit lively with us, be present in your family, be present in your hobbies, be present, just present, 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 you know, just not be lackluster and not giving a fuckish, you know, and just not have that mentality and outlook on life, shit, just show me something, show me something, don't do that, because you know I'm keeping it that cowardly The lying. damn lion! <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I like, um, that was kind of positive, you know? Growing. You think growing something is always yeah. quite positive. Did you want to um, share more? Um, I probably do, but those are just the quick things that I can think of right offhand as far as growth in relationship. Mm. It entails a lot. It's very detailed mm. and it's subjective from relationship to relationship. Yeah. It just depends yeah. upon on what you all want and if it kind of aligns with what the other person wants. Right. You know? Your trajectory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trajectory. Mm-hmm. I like that word. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, Let's get into someone else's trajectory and talk about um, where they might be in the future uh, for our black business. That didn't own it. That didn't own it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Can that be our new drop? No? Okay. It, it possibly, <laughs> possibly. Possibly. I need an ad lib or something on there. You got to come in like, oh, 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 some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to come in like, mama, some shit. You got to say something. Uh-huh. Ad lib in there with it. Uh-huh. We're thinking something. Mm-hmm. But um, this week's black business is Curvy and Cute. Um, by um, her name is Sonia W. W. <laughs> but she has um, women's t-shirts and hoodies and um, tank tops and you know things like that. And it says Curvy and Cute. And it's really, um, you know, it's cute. She, you know, she has different styles, so you can go with the weather. It's simple. She had um, different color patterns, and you know, what I'm saying different colors on colors. So it's really nice. And um, yeah, t-shirts. And she had crew necks, V-necks, all the type of necks you wanted. Okay. 
Y neck, W neck, U neck, all them neck. <laughs> w neck, mm-hmm. right? And then um, your mom purchased a cute tank top, yeah, little number did. from her. She, she did a uh, good quality fabric, very mm-hmm. cute. Um, sexy little lettering on the front. Mm-hmm. Had um, curvy and cute on the front in pink letters. Very cute, sexy little attire for the summer. And um, shit, basically whatever you need to get fun, sexy. Hi, we love little shopping trinkets and things like that yes, over here. Okay, yes, we do. any boutiques, accessories, glasses, anything. We love right. that. <laughs> lingerie. Mm-hmm. Oh, love that. lingerie. Mm-hmm. Yes, got a couple other black business owners for your head top at this event that will be coming up later on. Speaking of lingerie and things, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, I have my money ready, <laughs> but. Definitely. Shouts out to Sonia W. Curvy and cute. Yes. Um. Let's talk about what we wish someone would have told us. Okay, I'm ready. Lay it on me. I'm feeling a little tax stonish with uh, this one. Okay. And I'm really getting the vibes and the sentiments of be safe, though. Mm-hmm. Y'all be safe, though, mm-hmm. okay? And this is a part of my paranoia with everything that's going on just in our city, not even just downtown. You know, we mentioned that earlier in the show as far as, you know, a lot of the fights and everything that's going on. But it is a deeper thought with that. And um, I kind of also had a certain feeling and a rehash of a story that I was discussing with uh, one of my favorite people in the world, your mom. <laughs> and uh-huh. just, I wish someone would have told me to know and realize that the people that you surround yourself with is just as important as the person that you decide to be. And I'm only saying that because you can be the most upstanding, law-abiding citizen in the world. But if you around some old heathen ass, law-breaking, show-offy, I want to bust ARs and AKs in the air type of niggas, mm. you'll fuck around and find yourself in a world of trouble, baby. That's on Mary had a little lamb, hoe. Okay. So, I thought about that earlier when I was speaking in regards to the situation of being in certain things and incidents that literally had shit to do with me Mm. literally didn't have shit to do with me and i'm just thinking about the amount of times that i was in those situations that didn't have shit to do with me and i literally could have died you know what Mm. i'm saying Mm. and i've been in those type of situations more than i'd like to admit but Mm. i'm saying that to say is just your surroundings the people you have with you surround yourself with x y and z is just as important as who you decide to be if you decide to be a person that's going to just be you know cool kicking it just not being all into that show offy type shit then the people that you are around 100 percent at a time need to reflect that as well the environments that you're around you know need to reflect that as well now right. it is one-off situations that we're you're going to a regular ass place and you're feeling like, okay, we're here to have a good time and fuck shit comes into the building. Mm-hmm. But if you intentionally throwing yourself into situations or 
around motherfuckers that like to do goofy ass shit, fuck with the police, fight the police, shoot shit. You know, just do dumb, reckless shit, and you asking for a world of trouble. And be sure that's really what you want before you get involved in that, you know? And I didn't understand that concept because I just kind of had the mindset of, well, shit, hell, you know? If you're cool and you want to hang, let's roll. But now I'm a little bit more particular, like, all right, if you are on bullshit and on dumb shit and you happen to be cool as hell, all right, you may be cool for like a, you know, little hangout thing. And if I see mm-hmm. you there, it's what up, you're my dog, whatever, cool or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. getting on about my merry little way and my business. Right. But particularly in my life, I'm not really surrounding myself around motherfuckers that I know one are in crazy ass drama, mm-hmm. just keep bullshit going. And then two, just kind of don't give a fuck and have no regard of life for real. Right. You know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I do notice that people around me have people like that in their lives. And I just kind of like, you know, tell them, like, you know, all right, that shit kind of weird. That shit ain't kind of cool, whatever. You know, kind of be careful. Watch out for that motherfucker whoop, mm. whoop, or whatever. But I make it a point to be like, all right, my interactions with them, just knowing them through the person that I know, is going to be very fucking limited, mm, if right. any contact mm, at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So be careful. Mm-hmm as far as who you surround yourself with. And that's just as important as a person that you decide to be. Because mm. wrong place at the wrong time is a real thing and it is a real fear. And it is a... Something that happens. Something that just kind of happens and, you know, you hear often. it so often and it's just like, damn, you know, about to do this, 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 and whatever different. Like, of course, granted, everything is written and everything is already set to happen, but be careful and actually put the work in and assist God with your prayers. You know, a lot of people are prayer warriors and hope for the best and, you know, all about, you know, just kind of speaking things into existence and things like that. There's work involved with that. Right. You know, you could just sit and pray and pray and pray all day. Right. But with every prayer and wish and manifestation, there's work involved. Yeah. So you got to work hard to be this person, to be better, to improve. So you got to work hard as far as keeping yourself surrounded by some sort of positivity and some sort of light and some sort of group and decent people that Mm. won't have you caught up in no unnecessary bullshit. Mm. So definitely wish someone would have told me because that is something that I learned. I ain't going to say too late in life, but I would have wanted to learn it and realize a little bit earlier as opposed to just like embrace everyone. You know, everyone's included. You know, we're all inclusive here. No one's left out. No, fuck you. If you on that bullshit, you are left out in my world. You know what I mean? You are left out. I don't fuck with drama. I don't fuck with extra shit, mm-hmm. attitudes, weird shit. I don't do it. So you are you left off bad and bougie. You are left off. <laughs> so that's it. Wish someone would have told me. Be safe, though. Be safe, though. That's that's great. I love it. I'm still tripping off you saying you left off bad and bougie, but yes, very good word. And thank you for that, P. Um, so, anything, any parting words that you want to end up? No. I don't have anything. Floyd Mayweather won against Jake Paul. 
Oh my goodness. Listen, and then his brother is in such denial. Like, no, my brother got more licks. He got more hits. No, he really won. Like, stop acting like a bitter baby mama, bitch. Sit down and stop bitching. Stop, please. Weak as hell. Like, nobody thought that he was just going to get in there and whoop Floyd May with the ass. Like, you get your little licks off or whatever, but come on. Like, and I ain't even in the boxing like that. And I was looking at you like, nigga, you full full as hell. It um shouts out to um what's that nigga name? Um Folgers. Oh Maxwell. Oh Maxwell House, yeah. Woo. That knocked the fuck out of uh Chad Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Knock, Johnson. Knocked that nigga silly. Knocked that nigga. Okay. He like he knocked that nigga ass back. He like he get in and he like nigga, he like nigga, this is for Evelyn, bitch. <laughs> Evelyn, nigga. This is grandma's house, nigga. Like he bought that nigga something crazy, so Shouts out to him. I mean, I ain't got nothing against, you know, you know, that man or anything like that. I'm just not, I'm not for violence against a woman. I don't know him personally, but it was just a small satisfaction that I saw with getting, seeing him get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, he knocked everyone the fuck out with that big ass head. Boop! <laughs> so, yeah. Mick, mick! <laughs> <laughs> for real, like, so, definitely shouts out to Brian Maxwell. Shouts out to Floyd Mayweather. Was, was it Brian? I don't know. Brian? Brandon? Sherman? 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 I don't know. I think it was Brian Maxwell, but... It's Maxwell. It's just called nigga Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. Folgers. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Some coffee brand. Mm-hmm. But definitely shouts out to him. Shouts out to everybody on the Tiki. I wasn't paying $100 for that shit to watch the fight, but I did catch the bootleg mm-hmm. part of it on... Uh, online, I ain't giving out the plug, but I saw some of it. It was highlights on Twitter, very entertaining, lovely. Have fun with that, yeah. <laughs> Funny, great. All right, y'all. So, as always, you know, you can um, hit us up on all of our listening platforms, uh, yes, subscribe yes. to us, rate us, like us, share us, comment, leave us a review of five stars, of course. And um, you also you can send us an email if you have any questions or you want to ask us advice or give us advice or you know you have something like a little business prop or something of the sort. You can email us at delicate dominance at gmail.com and the Instagram is Del Dom Podcast, D E L D O M M E Podcast. And we got Twitter still. Of course, official Twitter handle, Delicate Dominance Twitter page, Delicate, well, at Delicate Down Pod. Same spelling as the fuck it always is. Fuck it all. <laughs> I'm joking. I ain't spelling that shit. At Delicate Down Pod, like the fuck I said. And that's our Twitter page. You can DM my, you know, DM, DM shits that y'all do. Sweet, <laughs> comment, send things, whatever y'all do. <laughs> y'all always do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Really>? okay, y'all. <laughs> um, until next time, it's been Auto and Queen P <laughs> and this Dunkin' Donuts podcast. Thank you for listening.